podcast all about video games and craft beer i'm ben and as you can see i'm here with lucy hello 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 no ado this week he's gone away again Mm. just you know comes in comes out guests every now and then (laughs) 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 but it's just lucy and i again this evening to drink some beers and to talk about and discuss some some games so we'll kick off uh, Lucy, why don't you tell us what you're going to be drinking first? Okay. Ooh. I am first going to be drinking a beer from Bibliotech, who oh. I've gone on record several times saying that they make really good beers, so I'm hoping yep. this is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, it is called... What's it called? <laughs> well, I'm not even going to try, try and... Um, pronounce this um i think it's a yeah it's a club beer with um odd island brewing who i've not never actually heard of before no um, no right but it, it's called some some, some got 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 i'm holding it up into the camera and it's like in reverse so it's even harder to read so i don't know um, got a bug used with number number one eight six from them. It's um five point two percent hoppy melon whip beer. Um, there's some flavour text. I think it says collaborations are an integral part of our brewing philosophy. This time we teamed up with our friends at Odd Island Brewing to explore the Gothenburg wit with this whip beer. Uh, I think that's about it. Nice. Yeah. Hoppy melon whip beer. I've never had a melon whip beer. Orange whip beer. Not not melon whip beer. Yeah, I don't know. I've had I've had whip had beers strawberry. Which have, like, lots of, you know, packed full of citrus. Mm. Uh, but nothing that's ever kind of gone more towards the tropical fruit sort of no. end of things. No. Um be interesting to to know what a, a Gottenberg wit is as well, whether yeah. there's you know something very specific about a beer from that kind of from that region too. Mm. Oh, it smells mm. delightful! Just cracking open the can, um, getting like mango, pineapple. Nice. Get definitely getting that uh, melon. More mm. like just melon rather than watermelon. So okay. Mm. Nice, nice. You pull that. I'm going to crack open um, some fifty summers uh, double dry hop pale ale from Verdant. Which has been around almost all summer. I just haven't quite got <gasps> to it. Yet. How has it managed to stay alive that long? I know. Tell me That's about it. That's a crime. Um, it's four point six percent. It yes. has got extra pale, best ale, caramel, uh, a cuanut, citra, mosaic, and simcoe. And the yeast is get away, get away. Condensation is SO four. And the flavour text, which is very small on here, hmm. and kind of doesn't really work with the, uh, you know, the nice can art of all of the um, oh, flowers yeah. and plants and stuff. The flavour text is 
that little white text hmm. just here. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to read, but I'll give it a go. Put it right up to my face. The warmth of summertime, you can almost taste it. Thankful for the sunshine, not a second wasted. Faced with a warm breeze, pines become palm trees, swaying in the wind as if they embraced it. Well, that's very nice. It's very poetic, yeah. <laughs> it tells me not very much about the beer, really. Yeah, palm but it's trees. It's so it's likely going to be pretty good. So. Is it tropically? Who knows? Tropically. Um, speaking to my beer, um, mm. very light in colour. Uh, I'd yeah. say straw. Um, probably about half a finger white head. Um, it's, it's kept its head very nicely, even though it's quite small. Um, nice little bubbles. Um, it's quite hazy. It's quite cloudy. You can, can't really see through it that much. Um, but in terms of flavour, um, getting like and aroma you're getting a little bit of coriander on the uh like okay um on, on the on the aroma and in the taste you're getting a tiny bit of it but it's very very slight coriander mm. so i think if people like oh coriander immediately put, put off by it it's not too it's not too bad on this one but mm. you're getting those like very tr- you're getting quite a lot of tropical flavors which I don't know, it's like, as a whipped beer, I'm not used to. Um, yeah. I mean, classic whipped beer, you'd think like Blue Moon or something like that, which are, you know, fruity, they've got like quite a lot of orange peel in them. Mm. But I don't know how this differentiates as a whipped beer, and not okay. just like an IPA. Uh, but nevertheless, saying that, it, it, it's re- really, really good. Um, the finishes wet and it's like you just want to keep going for more it's hoppy it's refreshing it's got a bit of christmas to it as well um but yeah this is a really nice beer nice nice is it got that kind of uh that 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 little bit of maybe the sweetness that you kind of expect with the wheat beer or does the does the the fruitiness kind of overpower that maybe no it does have a slight uh, sweetness to it it does have a bit of bitterness to it as well i think Mm. that's where the coriander kind of comes in, giving it like okay. a, that just undertone of bitterness, so it's not yeah. overwhelmingly sweet. Um, I don't know, it's like, as a whipped beer, I think I'd want it to just be a bit crisper, um, mm. a bit creamier as well, maybe, at the same time, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really good beer. Like. Nice regardless of the style really enjoying it but i I wouldn't be like oh pass me a whip beer oh yeah pass me the (laughs) can't even pronounce it the (laughs) hoppy hoppy melon whip beer you know so it's like but in terms of you know getting it right it gets it right it's really good nice on flavor flavor level Mm. don't care about the style as long as it tastes good i don't really care you could say it's a roush beer doesn't matter (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Mm. Um, this Fifty Shades, or not Fifty Shades, fuck now. <laughs> what am I thinking about, Jesus? What's it on your mind? Yeah, you need to pray to him. That's what you're thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, some Fifty Summers. Uh, yes, it's double dry hopped. Um, I got the, the aroma sort of as soon as I cracked the can. Not not a huge... Um, yeah smell to it obviously a lot more 
when I get up here. And I'm getting kind of those slightly more sour tropical fruits, a little bit mm. more grapefruit, something yeah. like that. And uh, that comes through very much on the flavour. Uh, again, it's not a huge flavour. It's very nice, mm -hmm. very pleasant, very easy drinking. Not much bitterness to it at all. Okay. A little bit, little bit at the end, but not much. But it is that kind of very toned down grapefruit sort of flavour. Yeah. Uh, as I say, very easy drinking. Yeah. I I could smash this back all day, and I guess it's mm. it's only four point six, so it's kind of I know they, they don't say session, do they? But no. um, I could see this being a very easy beer to drink <laughs> yeah. all day as well, uh, with it being quite. Uh, you know, not being a big flavour, being something that's maybe a little bit uh, muted in terms of kind of what's going on or a little bit mm. balanced, that big, that big kind of flavour is maybe balanced out a little bit with everything else. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't see me getting kind of tired of it either. You know, we have a lot of big beers. Yeah. And you have one, you're like, yeah, that's fine for me, I'm done. Whereas this, it's only a pair that's not an IPA. So I'm kind of, I wasn't expecting that big hit. Yeah. Uh, expecting something that's maybe a little bit toned down um, and a little bit more balanced perhaps but it's very good um, would be would be excellent right in the middle of a very warm day yeah uh, it's definitely sort of made as a summer beer um, and as I said I don't know why it's been sat on my shelf for no I don't know ages <laughs> absolutely ages yeah um, I don't know I, I think it was kind of behind a couple of other ones which maybe I was a little bit more excited to try, perhaps. Mm. Mm. Uh, so now seems a good time to crack it out. You know, yeah. coming right to the end of the summer now, the, the season has definitely started to turn. Yeah. So it's a nice beer to kind of finish out this um, this summer season with, I think. Yeah, it's it's always something to be said for like brewers who you like, not you know too as you said too excited about drinking the beer. It's like there are other beers, and it's like. Oh, I've never had this style, or I've never had yeah. a beer from this brewer. But it's like you can always go back to them. You know, it's always going to be, you know, at least an eight out of ten beer when yeah, you get to it. Yeah, that's that's the thing with Verdant, isn't it? They mm. do a lot of good pale ales, so a lot of good IPAs as well. So you mm. know, with Verdant, that you can pick something up from them, and it will be a good beer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, irrelevant of say mood or weather, uh, mm. you know, when you have it, really. So this is this is nice. Yeah. And as I say, I, I feel the it's... same way about uh, beer beer attack. It's like mm. I like their beers. Really good. Nice. Mm. Good. Should we start talking about some games and enjoy these beers? The Vidya games. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Um we both played a game as with last week. We're going to kick off with a game that all of us the two of us have played <laughs> uh, and you posted this in our discord chat mm -hmm. uh, for us to play so um had you had you played it before you'd posted it to us i think i was in the midst of playing it as i okay. posted it to you cool um, i think or maybe i'd finished it it's only about 20 minutes long so yeah it's super short yeah. it's called um mm. behind every great one and mm -hmm. I can't remember the team's name. Uh, Destruction de de or something. Deconstruct team. Yeah. Deconstruct team. Yeah. Um, they also made Gods Will Be Watching and mm -hmm. 
as recently as this year, they made the Red Strings Club, which we yeah. both talked about earlier this year that we both enjoyed. Mm. Um, this was, I think they made it in a game jam. Um, and they've they've made a few other things on like itch.io. Um, it's free to download, by the way, so if anyone mm. wants to try it out, um, no minimum payment or anything like that. Um, yeah, they've had like previous projects on itch.io, I think, or at least just like demos of their previous games or like prototypes and stuff like okay. that. So... They're no stranger to, you know, just releasing a game on itch.io, but um, uh, it's it's a really fascinating little look at <laughs> sexism in the home and what it's like to be someone who, you know, is that, who isn't the bread maker, who is a homemaker instead and who, you know, is relied upon to keep a household in check and mm. it's like that may seem easy staying at home all day and but you know when you've got things to do like clothes to iron dinner to cook it's like that comes with its own challenges and when people around you who aren't um like you know receptive of that and like understand that it's like that that comes with its own challenges but um yes it's it's a very it's it's seen from like an isometric point of view. It's like a little diorama of like a house. You mm -hmm. play as a um, as a wife of a he's a painter, isn't he? Yeah, Not, he is. yeah. He's an he's an artiste. He's a he's a painter. Her husband's a painter, and it's like um, he's just had a very successful project, um, mm, like a recently famed painter. Yeah, and yeah. he's moving on to the next project, and he's like, you know, you're my muse, and. I need to be locked in a room to be able to produce something as high a quality as my last uh, Yeah, which piece. you can't come in. Yeah, you, you can't mm -hmm. go into that room. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can later, but mm. um, you can't at the beginning. Um, yeah. Not to spoil anything because it's only about 20 minutes. But <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like, it, you know, it's one of those. It's like it's 20 minutes long. If you want to play it, then you can. It's like... <laughs> there won't be any spoilers, so I don't know how far you want to get into that, rather um, than just... I think maybe we won't go into mm. spoilers, but just kind of say, um, <laughs> you are kind of like, uh, yeah, you're the, you're the homemaker, and you have to kind of undertake, move around your home and undertake tasks, which could be either um, doing like a chore, you know, cleaning your stain off the floor, making dinner, doing some ironing or something, and you can also take time for yourself so you can sit at your computer you can go out on the balcony and have a cigarette uh, there's various different things you can do to kind of relax you and you can see how the the character's mental state is affected by essentially just doing jobs and mm. not taking any time for themselves and there's a very yeah. good effect that kind of pulls the pulls the view in so everything is a little bit bigger the yeah. more stress you get and the room sort of starts to shake and things like mm. that the more that you do in the, the more the claustrophobic time, yeah yeah that mm. you take for for yourself um it's interesting that you say uh, at the start that it's got this like little sexist take on it um mm. well I, I think in some regards yeah. it does definitely and in some of maybe the uh conversations uh, that are had in it as well um uh, on top of this kind of mechanic, um, this almost like sanity mechanic about mm -hmm. having to do jobs and maybe trying to relax and stuff, 
the game progresses by putting you in situations where your circumstances are a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. And it and, actually and, yeah. and it just does a very get, good job. Uh, yeah, go. I just wanted to say um, you, you only get a set amount of time to yeah. complete tasks during the day so, because once you complete a task, it the like color palette. It's got a really nice uh, color palette, but it's like mm. the the uh, like color of the rooms and everything. It changes from like you know like colors of dawn, like light blue, and then it goes to like um, mid afternoon, like yellow, and then it goes to orange, represent mm. evening, and then dark blue um, going to night. So you probably only have the chance to do about four tasks, and it's like yeah, if you want to have this. Is it five? It's, it's yeah. either four or five. But uh, it basically, the more tasks you do, the more time progress is. So it's like, mm-hmm. am I going to have time to have a cigarette or just chill on the computer? Yeah. Um, no, because I've got to iron some clothes. I've got to cook dinner. I've got to clean up. Um, but yeah, I, I think just saying that, they probably make a bit more sense as to why things are a bit more, you know, yeah, intense. It, it, it does very well when it when it starts to sort of intensify as well um, and your circumstance changes and things kind of pile on you a little bit you know like life happens and and and, and your situation gets a little bit more difficult it does very well at gating off some of those more relaxing tasks as mm-hmm. well to maybe suggest that your time is even less of your own that you're doing more things for more people uh, you have more more people are impacting kind of what you're able to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it progresses in that way very well. It's very yeah. well made uh, to try and kind of push you through and almost give you give you some kind of sense that what you're doing is affecting this, but ultimately not really. Kind of there's only one mm-hmm. way that you can play this game yeah. and there's only kind of one message that kind of comes through. Uh, and it reacts quite well. So if you don't iron when you're sat down having dinner with your husband, he'll say, oh, you didn't iron my shirt today. Mm-hmm. And she'll yeah. very much be very apologetic and say, oh, I'm very, really sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll make sure this is done tomorrow. Yeah. And I think it presents that kind of relationship really, really well. Oh, yeah, uh, because uh, the, the way, you know, when I was talking about, like, you know, sexism and stuff like that, this guy's not like a misogynist or anything like that. No, he's, not at all. He's just, he's just unaware that, like, Oh, just because you stay at home, it doesn't mean that it's not like you're not doing anything with your time. Yeah. And it's like, mm. he, he says, oh, you didn't iron my shirt. But it's like, he's, he's just, you know, he's subtly having a dig. It's like, yeah. you didn't iron my shirt, but it's like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it and stuff like that. And it's um, <laughs> it's like, we all do that. It's like, <laughs> and it's like, it's just, it's just very good at representing, as you say, those characters, that, that dynamic between them. And, um, yeah, just addressing things like, even though it's like a female homemaker, I think this would work just as well if it was reverse roles, you know, if it was a, if it was the husband staying at home and, you know, cooking and cleaning, I think it would work (laughs) just as well with that. But it's like, because, you know, homemaking and stuff like that's, you know, typically over the years been like, oh, it's like man goes out to work, woman stays at home, etc. like that. I think that deals with that really well um it does but it's yeah. like i expected from this team because like you know red strings club that that dealt with you know themes of homosexuality like um yeah you know being transgender being you know 
non-binary. It dealt with all of those things. So mm. they know how to deal with it in a sensitive yet raw and true to life way in yeah, an impactful um, way as well yeah, sure. uh, i mean this this game as you say it was only maybe 20 minutes long and i'm kind of playing through just thinking oh, okay i can see how this is going and, and what's happening and you you know you get a little bit through and some other characters kind of turn up and you're thinking oh no i, yeah, I can i can see mm. how this is going and uh it, it just kind of i expected I expected a, a bit more of a dramatic kind of finish, perhaps, rather than it. <laughs> I love just... the finish. <laughs> oh, I, I, think was, I think it was brilliant, and it's very, it, it's, you know, it's very yeah. true to life as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> I was uh, like, and it, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I was like, yeah, wow. Um, I was like, I didn't expect that. It was I, quite um, funny. But it's, <laughs> it's <the same> yeah. <laughs> I think they don't. They kind of. They don't try and make it humorous, I guess. No, it's but not. It but I was like, damn. It, yeah. it, it, it is a bit humorous because it's like, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like every every night you, you can talk to your husband and, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and decide if you actually want to, you know, just go to sleep or, you know, give him half your, half your mind, half your body. Mm -hmm. and soul but it's, like, it's just like it's just like no when, when he's been asked it's like no go away I say, it's strange i found that as well uh mm. you know there were points I, I mean i'm massively connected with this uh you know as the person who works from home i find myself doing a lot of the kind oh. of the the housework uh have lunch stick the washing on do a bit of washing up do sort the dishwasher out tidy hoover you know i do i'd say 80 percent of the housework mm. because i'm here it's convenient yeah. for me to kind of do that but i'm sort of playing this game thinking oh shit okay i could i can i so easily can feel what's yeah. happening and see how this is going um and I, I think for it must have been maybe an hour and a half two hours after i finished the game i was mm. still kind of just sat here like fuck me <laughs> it's it just like it hit me massively oh yeah yeah uh, like the impact of of what this other character's feeling mm. um and and how she's it's she's not ignored but no. how her kind of her own mental state and her own yeah, feeling self-worth is kind, yeah. is kind mm. of ignored almost or yeah. at least undermined oh, oh, yeah because yeah. he's like the husband's like oh why don't you you know I, I'm the artist, I'm the one who's working and everything. And he's like, you should find your own creative passion. You should, mm. you know, go down your own path. And he's encouraging her to do these things. But then he's like, at the same time, he's pressuring her in a inadvertent way a lot of the times mm. to be like, well, hold on, why are you reading a book? Maybe that's her passion. You should have ironed my shirts instead or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a very difficult dynamic and push and pull and it's, it's very nuanced and i think they did a really good job of capturing that in yeah. fact just saying like oh he's a misogynist it's like no he's he's just unaware and it's like she's suffering because of it and it's like Completely. she doesn't want to say anything yeah mm. yeah and it, it kind of it feels like this you know this kind of story or this kind of dynamic between kind of husband and wife could be the dynamic for every other house on mm. every street yeah 
I, it just it, it's it's done so kind of naturally as yeah. well. Yeah, that's uh, why it yeah. would work. Like as I said, like roles reversed. If it was a man and woman, mm. two women, two men, it's like it's the same. For, you know, for most people, like that that kind of struggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is it is but yeah. i mean as we've kind of said it's very well mm. made for a kind of a game jam game that they maybe i think mm. they took it a little bit further didn't they they didn't finish it within the game jam so they just polished it up finished it off yeah i mean and it's still you know it's still a bit rough around the edges like uh like just some of the um like so the spelling the spelling mistakes oh yes still. there it's are like, yeah, yeah and it's like but just but that's just you know emblematic of how good this team is at like just creating characters if they can do it in mm. such a small time uh space of time in fact like you know play testers or you know people localizing the game and it's like mm. you can just put it out on itch.io for free it's like it, it just speaks to the quality of that developer it's like i've enjoyed all yes. their games yeah you know like gods will be watching i know not many people well either played it or like like got on with it because it was a bit yeah. hard and brutal but I really enjoyed that game, and they make the best pi pixel art. Mm, like this yeah, is very like, um, very simple pixel art. But when you look at the Red Strings Club, it's like I I love that world and that kind of yeah. cyberpunk um, futuristic atmosphere that they could create in just pixel art. It was fantastic. It is, and mm. you know we see a lot of pixel art uh, games yeah. coming out and stuff. <laughs> quite, uh, a few, quite a few. Yeah, but they mm. seem to have very good uh, take on it mm. um, and a very good understanding of kind of, of what works, especially with things like colour palettes. Yeah, yeah. They're very good at sort of creating environments and creating a mood in those environments as well, rather mm. than maybe just some games which are kind of, you know, something like um, The Final Station, which I really enjoyed. Oh, I really like uh, that. Which did really well in terms of its kind of its night and day and its its lighting effects, <laughs> but everything else in it was sort of you know was pretty monotonal, pretty grey yeah. and brown. Yeah, you know, there wasn't uh, a huge amount else going on. They weren't going for that. They were going for something no, else. Yeah. You know, yeah, very much between that light it, and dark kind of uh, very difference. much fits with the theme of the game. Yeah, yes. I, I, I was yeah. actually thinking of the final station about. A, game that i might talk about a bit later Ooh, it was like okay. it's quite similar to that but um yeah it's funny how i just brought that up because i was like oh yeah that's the game i was thinking of there we go yes yeah we're obviously <laughs> hanging out and drinking together too much that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> <It's probably laughs> um so yeah everyone take 20 minutes all you got to do is go on um Itch.io. 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 I call and it itch.io. It, 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 it is itch.io. People just call it so many different things. Itch, itch.io. Itch.io. I like itch.io. Yeah. Itch.io. Itch yeah. It kind of rolls a little bit, yeah. doesn't it? But <laughs> it's maybe not quite as... Um, itch.io. You know, doesn't actually tell you what to do. No. Itch.io. What do you want no. to type there? Rather than itch, I, O. Um, <laughs> but yeah, go there. I mean, take 20 minutes out mm -hmm. to play this. It will yeah. take you five minutes to find it, download it, and extract it onto your, onto yeah. your system. And, and don't fall down the itch.io rabbit hole, because I do that often. <laughs> like, I've just played like 15 games that I didn't need to play. It's just like, it's such a great platform. I did, I did 
mm. sit on their page and I went through and I read their comments mm. and then I looked at some other developers and oh this looks interesting yeah okay. oh this one looks good okay. there are some great and, games on there I think I, I think um I think maybe PC Gamer are really good at highlighting like the best ones. Of they like, are, yes. Stuff like that. So yeah, but I try and avoid it because it's like I have sixty-five games that I paid for <laughs> sat untouched. <laughs> Don't have time to be playing the millions of all these free time. games. Yeah, these <laughs> free games. Yeah. <laughs> Preposterous. <laughs> Yeah. I know, I know, really especially good. with mm. things like, uh, you know, as some people, as you're listening to this, mm. you may have already played Spider-Man, I know Lucy and I will probably be playing it in the next few days, Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, big games coming out, you don't need to play all of these big kind of marquee releases and all mm. of the AAA titles, there are tons and tons and tons of games out there, and absolutely yeah. tons of games to just go and play for free, Yeah, whether that's through, you know, Steam's put up some free games not very many but you go mm. to somewhere like itch mm. and and other places to find free experiences and some mm. of them some of them are very basic some of them yeah. are so well made like like this yeah uh, that you know for me this kind of like jumped onto my game of the year list oh wow okay. as a contender like yeah it hit me well, that, that's what I it hit me that much yeah, yeah yeah it's like you'll be able to connect with this more more so than me but yeah, that's 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 impressive. But, mm. um, it is. It is yeah. for, for you know for such twenty a minute game experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we might see. This is it. I don't know what's happened this year. Lots of the games I enjoy are kind of short, smaller experiences. I don't know whether that's kind of endemic mm. of the time that I have to play games at the moment. Uh, You're coming over to my side now. Mm, that's it. I just want a five-minute <laughs> yeah. experience. I want to get yes. everything I can possibly yeah. get in five minutes. Yes, but um, yeah, like even games I've really enjoyed this year, like Dead Cells. I no, I don't see them cracking my top ten because there's so many other good indie games that have come out this year. Yeah, it's a good, good year for indie games. Very it good. Is. Year. It mm. is, and uh, especially with the Switch's Devolver yes. Digital's continued yes. pushing of of games as well. Mm. Um, Speaking of, ooh, you've been I playing can... The Messenger. Yes, <laughs> I finished it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's really good. Nice, but ooh. it comes with caveats. Okay. Um, just to set it up, it's it's basically a very heavily inspired by Ninja Ninja Gaiden Ninja Gaiden game. Mm -hmm. um, it's a two D pixel art side scrolling platformer action platforming game. <laughs> All of those. <laughs> All of those. And uh, your it's very much. I think the real like. You know, cream on top of the uh, tiramisu cake. cake. Okay. Tiramisu on the whatever, whatever <laughs> dessert you favour. But anyway, what's really good about it is um, the central mechanic, which is cloud stepping, which um, allows you to basically do a double jump if you're able to hit like a projectile or uh, like there's these lanterns in the uh, in the world which is kind of like ninja guide when you hit it and you know the 
and the little urns or something like pop out and it's like you got you got a few of those dotted over the world but it allows you to like do a double jump mm. and the whole game and the whole levels and the whole platforming difficulty is sort of built around that cloud stepping ability and mechanic which is quite novel and it's like it's it, it makes it just more than like a Ninja Gaiden clone. It's like, oh, you're doing something different, and that's um, that's where it does it. But um, it, in every, you know, in music style, you're playing as a ninja, um, the Western warrior who's meant to save the save the world from apocalypse, and you know, it's going from left to right, um, killing enemies, difficult difficult platforming uh, like sections, but. Halfway through, in fact, not even halfway through. I'd probably say about four hours into the game. Mm. It took, probably took me about, I don't know, maybe about 12, 16 hours to complete. But I was okay. trying to go for like your collectibles um, mm. on the side, which you know means that you have to do even harder platforming <laughs> sections. But okay. probably about four hours in, you, it, the whole game like turns up side on its head kind of not upside down it's not castlevania but <laughs> <laughs> it everything changes it goes from like a normal like side scroller left to right and it becomes a metroidvania okay and it becomes 16 bit from 8 bit yeah, so yeah. and you have the ability to switch between the worlds not on the fly unfortunately that would have been cool but like um there are certain parts of the map where you can shift it between 18-bit and 16-bit and vice versa, but oh. it becomes a Metroidvania, which is probably the biggest downfall of this game. Mm. I love Metroidvanias, um, as I've gone on record saying, but yes. I don't think this one does it right. Okay. Sounds a bit harsh, but I don't think it does it right, because, I mean... You, in any Metroidvania, you have a lot of backtracking. That's that's always going to be the case because it's like once you get a new ability, you can unlock new places. Mm. But by the time the, this game becomes a Metroidvania, all of your abilities are already unlocked. So it's not a case of going back to new areas because it's like, oh, I just got the wall climb or the grappling hook or something like that, which you do get in this game. But it's it's just basically it's like oh we hid this next part of the game this next part of the story this this thing that you have to do all the way back here and it's like i already have all my abilities and there's no fast travel system so it's like i'm just going back through these not much turning it into 16 bit the art style which is novel and pretty cool you know as a as from an aesthetic point of view but as a gameplay point of view there's not really anything different so there's not much mm. incentive to go back through these levels yet you have to um and it's a bit of a slog it's a bit of a chore and yeah i can imagine mm. just and the game backtracking at one yeah point just to, just for the sake of it almost yeah and it's like mm. i think this game would have just benefited more if it was just a linear game going from mm. A to B for different levels as it was for the first about four hours of the game. But instead it, it it changes its genre and I think it's to its deficit and I don't think it quite sits well. I really like what this game was doing prior to that. 
I like mm. what they tried to do. I just don't think it was well executed. Um, okay. I think, which is a bit of a bummer because I was like looking at it, it was like this is Ninja Gaiden. And it's like you can switch between eighteen bit and sixteen bit, but considering that mechanic is locked behind certain areas within the map rather than on the fly, it it's a bit it's a bit of a bummer. But this. There is a lot of attention to detail in like the eighteen, the eight bit, and the sixteen bit, and mm. the music's great. Music is fantastic. I was listening to a soundtrack at work a few days ago, and it's like, yeah, this is banging. But um, nice. art style's great in both eight and sixteen bit. It's like there's a lot of good, a lot of good about this game. But I think they tried, and in the end. It's it, it, it ended up harming the game. I think a lot yeah. of criti critics have said first half of this game is pretty goddamn awesome, but the second half it's a bit yeah, it's a bit wobbly. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, oh, no. it is a it is a very good game. Well well crafted, okay. lovingly made. Um, it's it's got really high reviews, deservedly so. I do agree with nice. them. But um. Yeah, it's it's like Alien Isolation. That's a good game <laughs> up to a certain point. Oh, and it just, and it just chop off the rest. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Oh dear, I was it was one of those that I'm interested in. Obviously, it came mm. out on PC and Switch at the same time, didn't it? And that's all it's kind of yes. available on at the moment. Um, and it's one that I kind of I looked at and thought, I'll wait until Lucy tells me what she thinks about it, <laughs> and then I'll buy it on PC. Obviously, I don't have a Switch. Yeah. So I think now I might wait and wait for it to drop maybe uh, into a sale yeah. or something like that yeah that's fair it's like i, I do recommend this game it's, it's especially if you're you know nostalgic for like ninja gaiden and you like pixel art and it it, it hits all it ticks all of those boxes so but yeah, i mean I, yeah. I have been i have been thinking lately with the um with the streets of rage 4 announcement <laughs> so weird I, i've been thinking of like previous Mm. Mega Drive games, huh? uh, you know, it's it's the first it's the first console I had, so yes. a lot of those games were my first kind of experience in sort of like each genre, uh, yeah. and I've been thinking a lot about Revenge of Shinobi. <laughs> okay, um, well that's a which decent this enough game like, to be thinking about, you know. Uh, yes, yes, which yeah. this it, it <laughs> sort of has those kind of similar sort of elements to it it might not kind of offer yes. those like power-ups and, and, and things like that kind of through the game and stuff but it, it kind of it, it's a little bit reminiscent of that kind of experience you know the side scrolling yeah. kind of mm. just make your way through the levels i don't know whether it's got sort of insane boss battles or you fight like oh, it has, and it, yeah and shit like that but <laughs> the boss battles are pretty good i, I did enjoy yeah. them um really uh I have to do. I have to mention something after, but um, yeah, really well drawn. Like bosses all have different mm. moves and attacks. Everyone is different and and fresh. Nice. Um, bit too easy for me, but okay, very good nonetheless. Mm. But um, oh, I have to. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. The you go through um, the game and you like upgrade your abilities. Unfortunately, the skill tree is like. It it doesn't go anywhere past that like um like halfway point, so it's like you're just collecting currency okay. for no reason at, at a certain <laughs> point. Cause it's like you're not even gonna offer me any more skills. No, okay. Yeah. 
there's no point to the currency system anymore. But anyway, um, <laughs> there's a shopkeeper. What's his name? Like Marble, Marble, or something like that. And he's great. He, he's the best thing about the game. Mm. It, it's so comically written. It's so wry in its sense of humor. And he, he, he now and then gives you these weird anecdotes, and it's just. It's like, and it's very tongue in cheek. It's very, it's mm. very self aware. It's, it's, you know, it takes the mick out of itself. It like even, you know, references like Metroid and like Ninja Guy. Right. It's like we obviously, you know, took inspiration from it. So I'm just gonna, you know, and yeah, that's all I have to say about the messenger. Good game. Perfect. Mm. Perfect. Okay, should we move on to more beers? Yes. I'm definitely ready for another beer. Yeah, because I finished that one pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I'd finished it just before we started talking about the messenger, really. Yeah. Uh, or right to right at the end of the beer, sort of thing. So, uh, what have you got for us? For yourself? I have another one that I can't pronounce. It came in the beer fifty-two box for the October fest month. Ah, Is yes. Leading up to October, obviously. Um, it's I think it's called. Is it Vito or is it Shockabar? I don't know which one is the brewery name or which <laughs> name. Is it? Look on the cap. Does it tell you? Is that one of the no, ones that just, tells you on just, the cap? Nope. Yeah. Um, oh, I think Vito is the name of the brewery. Okay. So Shockabar is a chocolate stout. It's got a little mm. bear with like a king's hat on it. Or maybe it's a beaver. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's either a beaver or a bear. I, don't I think know. it's probably a bear. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like he's got the teeth for a uh, no. for a beaver. Mm. Or maybe they're just white and they blend in with the uh, label. Yeah. Mm. Does Germany does Germany have beavers? They definitely got bears. Do they? Do yeah. Ger does Germany have bears? Yeah. I know Greece does. Because that we talked about that a few weeks ago. We did. Yes, it's you're right. Assassin's Creed. Odyssey. Anyway, I know, I know Poland does as well. You know, you fight bears in The Witcher. I would if I had played it, but yeah, oh. sure. <laughs> played more than ten minutes of it. Uh, six point five percent chocolate stout. Well, it's called a choco stout, but um, you get the picture. Uh, chocolate with an espresso note, dark brown to black, paired with duck vanilla ice cream and cake. Um, mm. Out of five, bitterness, one out of five, Mots, five out of five, hops, one and a half out of five. <laughs> one and a half, just, yeah. just start using halves. Yeah. Right, we didn't need a ten point scale, <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> um, oh, it is a bear. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it says, while cool, the, the espresso aromas take centre center stage. When it has warmed up a little, the dark chocolate notes with a hint of black currant come through. Hmm. And it says the bear is dancing, so it is a bear. It's a stout, top fermented, unfiltered. It's got oatmeal flakes, hot yeast, barley flakes, barley malt, wheat malt, and water. And it's mm. brewed in Belgium. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was. Well, it's not German then. Are there bears in Belgium? No, then. Ooh, Belgium's not very big. So there's one bear. <laughs> Just lives in this brewery and dances <laughs> yes. all day. Oh, poor bear. Um, I've also I've also got a brewery with an animal on. 
I've gone for a, a beer from Mad Hatter. Uh, yes. This is the Heart Shaped Tears. It is a ice cream pale. And it says, When Adonis died, Aphrodite cried heart shaped tears. This strawberry ice cream pale has loads of heart shaped strawberries in it. And when you drink it, you will fall in love. Hmm. It is 6.2%. Da, 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 da. No uh, information on what has gone into it. Mm. Uh, but I picked this up last week, two weeks ago, maybe. Uh, it's the first Mad Hatter beer I have seen down here for a little while. Mm. Uh, I don't know whether, uh, you know, why I have, they haven't been down here. They're obviously... Uh, now in cans yes rather than in bottles which they were previously uh no idea whether it's just the bottle shop that i'm using uh why i haven't seen them for a little while uh, but as i glanced it it was the only one they had in from mad hatter and i've enjoyed their yeah. beers previously i thought i'd grab it nice so it's really your, pretty can your well. it is it is mm. it's got a lovely kind of gradiented yeah. color scheme on it as well it is nice um your beer, mm. the Belgian beer in the yes. Oktoberfest box. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, it's what what you'd expect to look like a stout. Uh, it's opaque, black. Um, the head, it was very carbonated to begin with. Mm. Um, probably about a four-finger head at the start. Um, brownish, like brownish head. Um, smells like Coca-Cola. Okay, that's an odd sort of smell like that. That you're getting like the sugar, yeah, 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 yeah. Sweetness, the sugar. I don't know why I did my hand mm. like this. I don't know what that yeah, means. Connoisseur of beer. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Um. It it's as I expected. It's not too thick and creamy. I think the carbonation mm. just like told me that. I thought it was going to be like quite light almost like a porter it's quite light it's quite thin not in a bad way but it's quite um it's not dense at all it's easy to drink okay. there's no viscosity to it um in terms of taste I i'm getting a lot of that sweetness a lot of that sweetness i think that's what they must have meant by like the black currant because yeah um yeah it says uh, da, 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 da. when it has warmed up a little and it definitely has because um, we've been sitting here recording for some time, yeah. and yeah, definitely getting more sweetness. Um, but yeah, you are still getting like the dark malts and everything like that. I'm mm. Trying to pick up like the espresso and the coffee. Does it not come through? Maybe like a coffee, I suppose, from uh, like a lot of the porters I've had, which tries to do something else. You get a lot of the coffee and the roasted kind of notes coming through more mm -hmm. towards the end of the flavour, I guess. No, I'm not really picking on that at all to be honest mm. which is strange um yeah it's like it's very malty as they, as they suggested it's, it's it's dark but in terms of like coffee aromas and flavors i'm not picking up much if any at all mm. and it's like uh, from a stout i really like those like over you know overbearing and powerful like coffee coffee notes and this doesn't have it, but it's not a bad thing. It's, it's, it's just something different. But I don't know. This is. I don't know. When I think of stat, I always think coffee. Yeah. Always think that. 
maybe that's just me, but yeah. does no, it no, taste I, I, like coffee? It certainly doesn't, not at all. But it's it, it's really nice to have this as like the second beer, though, and like it's very warming and comforting. But I think it's a bit too sweet for me, and I'm okay. a bit too light for me. This is probably like a beer that's probably best like if you want a stout in like the summer. And it's mm. like I don't know how much different this is from like a porter because I think porters are like you know lighter and thinner. Still get mm -hmm. the dark malts, maybe less of the coffee. I'd probably put this into the porter. Category. Yeah, I mean, I always I always think of porters as being a little bit um, a little bit sweeter mm. as well than than a stout, which you know, uh, yes, I often kind of associate with those kind of roasted. Yeah. sort of notes to it um i mean lines are kind of blurred with things like milk stouts which mm. bring a little bit more yeah. sweetness to them but it's a different it's a it's a different kind of sweetness isn't it um, yeah than you get with with a porter or yeah, with I'd... kind of just a well-made kind of standard porter really yeah in terms of its sweetness i'd say yeah this is very much more like a milk stout it's like mm. it, it's 6.5 percent. it's a bit lower in abv i mean a lot of milk stouts that i try are quite quite light more, more around the four percent like yeah abv um so yeah in terms of that it is very much like a milk stat it's it's not i don't think it has any lactose in it so it's not it's not very sugary it's not very like um creamy and thick mm. so it doesn't have that going for it so it's it's like a mix between all three of those styles not getting too much chocolate either um okay. it's mostly that um i mean since it's on the bottle, I'm thinking about it more like the black currant, but definitely getting quite a lot of that sweet, fruity, kind of dark fruit um, taste rather than mm. chocolate or coffee. But yeah, yeah. I'm okay. drinking it pretty quickly, so yeah, yeah. Good beer. Nice, nice. Um, this 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 heart shaped tears is, uh, I mean, it, it says it's an ice cream pale. Uh, the rabbit on the front whilst has a heart-shaped eye and, and looks to be weeping, is holding an ice cream as well. And as soon as you sip it, I'm instantly reminded of those strawberry and vanilla swirled ice lollies, which have yes, ice cream yeah. in the middle. That is exactly what this tastes like. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a hint of, of kind of bitterness to it. R really, really light. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not all kind of pure sweetness um i i as we were talking about kind of milk stouts i did check to have mm. a look and there, there is lactose in this yeah which is giving it that nature but it's quite um i expected for kind of like an ice cream pale for it to be a little bit more viscous perhaps and mm. it's quite light it almost with its with its kind of it's very sweet strawberry and vanilla kind of flavor I mean, it doesn't have that. It's got a. It's got a, a slight hint of. I said. I say, kind of bitterness, but it kind of edges between bitterness and maybe a little bit of sharpness as well. You know that kind okay. of that sharpness you get a little bit mm. uh, um, from kind of from strawberries, but it almost reminds me a little bit of more of like a sour or a kettle sour or something uh, like that yeah, yeah. than it does of uh, of a pale ale mm -hmm. uh, which isn't a bad thing again no, you know, yeah. taking something and changing kind of up the style a little bit is is fine and it, it tastes it tastes really nice uh, it's very dry so it, oh, it right, almost okay. instantly almost instantly i want to go back to the glass and have mm -hmm. another sip 
but it's it's again another very pleasant beer. It's a lovely, lovely mm. flavour. I expected kind of that. You know, when you have an ice lolly, you expect a big sweet hit. Yeah. And this kind of you get that, and it does stay with you, but it's maybe mm. not quite as it's kind of balanced out more than so like an ice lolly would be. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's where the, like the bitterness and that is kicking in just to temper right. down maybe that sweetness and that sharpness that it kind of kicks yeah. off with a little yeah. bit. I mean, in the glass, it's, it's, it, what it looks like, it really reminds me of the uh, Neapolitan Pale Ale from uh, Northern Monk. Yes. And yeah. um, just hearing you describe that, it's, you know, getting that strawberry, getting that vanilla. Yeah. It, very much what Neapolitan Pale Ale was trying to do, but... Um, yeah, I mean, ice cream, pale ales and IPAs. I mean, I think I I don't really like sweet beers that much. So it's like when I see ice cream, I'm like, hmm, might not like this because yeah. if they're trying to go for for that like sweetness, then that's a bit of a turn off for me. But considering yours, as you say, it's still got that bitterness, just, mm-hmm. you know, undermining that sweetness a bit. That sounds a bit more appealing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, it, it feels very well made. Um, for those not watching, those listening, uh, it is when you're not directly under light. It's got this very red, coppery color mm. to it. It looks um, like, it, as you say, a sour beer. It looks. That's what it, it looks does, like. Yeah, yeah. It looks. It does look like a. It looks like a kettle sour. Um, mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of head to it, which kind of, which has stayed around. You know, sticks quite nicely to the glass as well. Mm. We can do this now. We're on video. Look at this. Look at how it sticks to the glass. Yes, very nice and amazing. Very nice. Uh, (laughs) So uh, it it kind of yeah. It's I don't know whether the color kind of put me off. Not not put me off as such, but maybe kind of think a bit more of kettle sours and things like that. Yeah. I don't know whether that's kind of impacted how I'm feeling about this or kind of what I've taken. Maybe. Um, Yeah. But I'll get through this quite quickly. We'll see at the end how Mm. I feel about it. so before we move back into games, we mentioned The Witcher. Yes, yes. So yes. Uh, I just want to give a very quick shout out to Lauren Aitken, who mm-hmm. has started uh, working for VG247 mm. and has had the opportunity to write a very well put together article uh, about The Witcher 3, how she feels about it, how it made <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah, if you followed anything from Lauren. <laughs> she's got to be on brand yeah. that's, that's what it is it's, it's, she, she can't help it yeah. uh, but it's a very good piece about kind of mental health and how she's, how the witch kind of made her feel and maybe a different take about the witch 3 that mm. you've not had before perhaps yeah. uh, well worth a quick read it's, you yeah. know, only take 5 minutes of your time but whip over to VG247 uh, yeah. and read that Really and interesting take because, like, like very Gerald, much. he's very much a, I wouldn't say stone cold, but very straight faced, kind of you know, heroic kind of guy. And it's like you're, you know, RP, most RPGs, you're portraying your personality onto the character uh-huh. more so than they're giving back. So it's very, very, very interesting um, yeah. read. So and check out all of her work because it's very good. Yeah completely mm. it is it is uh, and for me to stay on brand uh, once you've checked that out go to outoflives.net <laughs> to look at other stuff and things and videos go to our facebook page to listen to me talk about the witcher as well but the t- the netflix tv series <laughs> and casting and things 
Go over there. Go to our Facebook page, App Lives. Yes. Uh, so we'll jump back into games. I I've been playing a game which I really <laughs> want to love, but I don't think I do. <gasps> oh no! Oh, I know. Oh. I know. Um, I've been playing Two Point Hospital. Oh no! Which is the spiritual successor to Theme Hospital. It is a hospital simulation game. It feels... I mean, I've not played Theme Hospital for a couple of years. Uh, I've not... You know, it's not like I haven't played it for 10 years or 15 years or whenever it came out. Uh, I own it. I still play mm -hmm. it through uh, through GOG. Um, I must have played it maybe 18 months ago to two years, something like that. Uh, this two-point hospital feels like a, just a straight take uh, an updated modern version of mm -hmm. theme hospital uh, same 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 makers really so same developers <laughs> it's like it's not well, the same development team but the yes. people who made the original have made the uh spiritual successor yes so. yes uh, i think they just called themselves two point games haven't they yes uh so it, it kind of it's just it's just a modern version of theme hospital if you love mm. Theme Hospital, you will love this game. Uh, I, I, I mean, I love, I love Theme Hospital, but uh, it's still, I'm not sure. I don't know what it is that isn't quite clicking mm. with me. I'm not sure whether I wanted something more that I'm not quite yeah. getting. Um, it is the same experience, you know. You're designing your hospital. You have ridiculous and comical and humorous uh, different diseases and ailments and issues that your pa your patients have the radio presenters um the uh the kind of the tannoy announcers they're all very funny uh it injects humor in that sort of way it's got a great soundtrack as the kind of as the uh, as theme hospital kind of did. it's very fitting yeah. to kind of almost edging on like lounge waiting music um, yeah. and it, it's presented very well but something just isn't clicking with me. Hmm. Uh, it, it provides a little bit more of a meta game. So you are, uh, you know, as Theme Hospital was, you're kind of one guy moving up through hospitals. Yeah. But this allows you to go back to the previous hospitals and hmm. upgrade them with different research you've done yeah. you know, later in the game to get a three-star rating, which is the maximum rating you can get on each kind of level. Hmm. Uh, and it's kind of got this overall you know you can get to the end but that you can jump back into the first hospital again yeah. and bump that up with all of the research that you've done and suddenly you'll get different patients with different issues and different emergencies that you kind of want to react to and things like that yeah. um, it's definitely not a passive game uh you're you're playing constantly you know you can't mm. just kind of let it run for five minutes and come back to it you'd have missed a yeah. ton of stuff it's like a real um, hospital it, uh, things are always much, on fire <laughs> yes, yes and you're always trying to kind of like balance the books and make yeah. sure you have services in place and and uh, you're not losing money and you're charging people enough for the kind of like the services that you're giving them and things which i don't know whether that's it whether it's you know it's a massive commercial kind of enterprise that goes yeah. against kind of my social political <laughs> values maybe this is my problem with it well they, it's they not had, an nhs yeah, state run the NHS. <laughs> they, they, they had to make you know some well i don't want to get into all of that but they had to make some uh, <laughs> some risks hey, and, you know people, people still have to wait 
uh, you know, I think with the with the game yeah. timer, people wait about six days to see a GP. So <laughs> well, it's like real life. Though. It's close. It's close to real life. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit underestimating real life, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, you won't get it's, that. <laughs> it's good. It's it's great yeah. if that's the if that's mm. the experience that you want. If you want to play Theme Hospital again, but a slightly more modern mm. version and. I don't know. I, I, I really, I cannot tell. I've not looked at the credits. Mm. One of the radio announcers mm. sounds very much like Iggy Pop. Oh, really? And I don't know whether they've... <laughs> or, it, I, if, I if it's not Iggy Pop, so. <laughs> they've obviously chosen yeah, someone to sound like a character to sound mm -hmm. like him. And I don't yeah. know why they've done that. It's just, it's a bit random. Yeah, yeah. For it, 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 it's a bit random for it to not be Iggy Pop. If mm -hmm. that's what they've gone for. <laughs> yeah. So, so w with you, because y it sounds like you obviously love the original. I never played the original, but um, mm. it sounds like you love the original and you play often. Yeah. What I've heard from, you know, anecdotally from people when this was announced and when it came out is that, like, Theme Hospital was, like, one of those games from, like, the, usually their childhood where it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I played that game. I completely forgot about it. Whereas it's like, you seem to have like played it recently and it's like mm -hmm. do you think for people who have it more as a nostalgia thing rather than like oh yeah I, I played it on GOG recently are probably like oh I haven't played this game in so many years this seems fresh all of a sudden and I, but for you it's like a bit more stagnant because I you think so played yeah it. I, I think so I think people mm -hmm. who remember Theme Hospital who haven't played it for 10 years would love this they'd absolutely mm -hmm. love it uh I think people, uh, without going back and playing Theme Hospital, which I mm. which I had planned on doing before tonight, yeah, but I've been so busy with work, that I haven't found time for it. Unfortunately, even if I'd have got an hour in, that would have been good. Yeah. But um, I I need to go back and play Theme Hospital to kind of to know whether I'm remembering Theme Hospital even at, even 18 months on. Mm -hmm. Having then jumped into this into Two Point Hospital and thinking, oh, well, Theme Hospital did this, well, Theme Hospital did this, yeah. Did it? Mm, I don't know. Am I just, mm, am I just kind yeah. of pushing that view because that's the experience that I'm having now, and mm -hmm. with it being a spiritual successor, is that kind of what I'm just expecting yeah. from the the game? And then going and then just taking things for granted, like oh, obviously Theme Hospital did this. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know without jumping back in, you know, next week or you know at some point in the very near future mm -hmm. to kind of assess that to know whether for me it is a case of projecting um but i definitely think that people that that have nostalgia for theme hospital will get mm -hmm. a massive kick out of this yeah and, and will really enjoy it especially if you like that management sim uh, yeah. kind of game and you want to spend some time you know building something and then seeing it run and how people interact and you're a bit pedantic like me and you like planning spaces and <laughs> organizing how yeah. how uh, how people interact with the built yeah. environment um essentially it's my mm. job as a yeah. game <laughs> that's why you don't like it <laughs> on a much on a much grander scale maybe that's what it is exactly maybe yeah. because i've been too yeah. busy with work yeah. i've been drawing too many buildings and suddenly yes. i come up against the hospital and like ah <laughs> it just feels like work Fuck yeah it's, it's certainly doctors I just don't yeah. want to build any more GP clinics. It, it certainly piqued my interest, um, mainly because, um, as you say, it's like you're a doctor and you're moving through 
it's like this progression through the game and mm. it's like you know you move through the different hospitals um i mean i i used to really love management sims Mm-hmm. Just nowadays, I don't get the time for them. I'm very much a person who's like, I want to complete a game. I want to yeah. get rid of, go away. I've finished it. Never come back to haunt me again. Um, whereas management sins, you know, they do take your time, and that's what they're meant to be. And it's like it's meant to be an ongoing thing, and that's that's why they're great. Yep. It's like people just play the Sims and nothing else. Mm. Um, but in terms of this having a progression that sort of like piqued my interest um so it it does and um when you even before um, do you have to go to the first hospital i can't remember but you get to uh move quite freely around the map and it will show you there's a little a little building with an h on the top yeah and that will show you where each of the hospitals are uh, I've not counted them, but maybe mm. there's 12, 15 levels. Right. Uh, as soon as you've got one star in a level, it will unlock the next one, or it will unlock two. Then you have to get a star in each of them to then unlock the next one. So okay. it, it does progress you through, and to get a star in a hospital isn't isn't quite that, you know, it's not that difficult. I'm currently on a stage where I have to get a certain reputation. Mm. I have to have treated people for a certain disorder. I have to have yeah. treated people for another disorder. And there's a fourth criteria uh, to be able to kind of get. Mm. Uh, but a lot of them have been quite easy. It's been reach okay. a hospital level of this, cure this many patients, done, yeah. move on to yeah. the next one. Uh this is a new ailment that's popped up. Cure this many people with this new ailment. Mm-hmm. In, uh, promote, uh, you know, increase the salary of and promote yeah. three employees and then get the star and move on. So you okay. can quite quickly move through uh, and get to kind of like the last level. But uh, I mean, once you've once you've got that one star on that last level, I don't imagine what fanfare it will give you because yeah. you can just go back to hospital number one with everything you've unlocked and try and get back a to a three-star hospital. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I'm finding at the moment it's quite. It's it, it does present quite a difficult balance in mm. terms of, you know. I I think in the, the recent most recent hospital I've got, I've got to have like five GPs offices because they're so you know you you make three and suddenly all of them have got six people queuing and that's when it gives you the kind of like the warning so mm-hmm. then you make another one and three of those people go off to the next one so they've got five and there's three at this one then the next two people come into this one mm-hmm. and almost instantly you need to build another one because you've got so many people because your reputation is so high people are coming to your hospital yeah. um it does well in that regard like if your reputation's low people won't come in you won't make money mm-hmm. you won't have anybody there <laughs> so it does well to kind of uh balance it in that way if you if you're doing well at running the hospital the challenge increases which is good um and, and keeps things it keeps you on your toes which again yeah. means that you can't just put it aside for five minutes and then come back to it you know it is always changing yeah. things will always be happening uh it's not like jurassic world evolution or whatever it is in terms of that it's like you just need to sit it to the side it's like this always keeps you engaged you know, i mean yeah, evolution is why you need like a second screen isn't it just just mm, have it over there yeah, yeah. Work, kind of look at it a bit whilst they're digging for fossils in montana yeah <laughs> speaking of i've actually started clever reading girl. clever girl i've actually started reading jurassic park the book mm. Mm. okay yeah it's so good and it's like 
Imagine not having seen the film and reading this and how much even better it would have been. Completely. completely. Mm. Jurassic Park is a fantastic novel uh, and is better than the film. Absolutely, absolutely no doubt. Okay. The Jurassic novel is better Park's than the film. Favorite film, so nah. I love Jurassic Park. It's... I don't know. I, I mean, I've always been a, like a novel reader, so I yeah. don't know whether I just get a little bit more because mm. I, I my imagination mm. just goes batshit and just runs <laughs> with it, you know. And I I kind yeah. of imagine different things and stuff. Mm. Uh, I think I read Jurassic Park. I I, I definitely read Jurassic Park after I read. Uh, sorry, mm. after I watched the film. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, I uh, couldn't read when the film came out. What was it, 93? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I was probably... Wait, is it 93? Jesus. It was, wasn't I was it? probably... Yeah. Mm, mm, maybe it wasn't quite... No, you're right. I probably wouldn't have been old enough to have read Jurassic yeah. Park when it came out. So you're right. I probably did read it after the film. And that does impact, definitely... Yeah, um, I was like, they're like, what's what a raptor? It's like, duh. It's like, I, <laughs> it's like without watching Jurassic hey, Park. I wouldn't Dr. have known. Ian, when Dr. Ian Malcolm speaks, you, they, they, it doesn't say in the text, bah, 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 and then launch into a fucking tirade about chaos theory. That's, that's all yeah, come from like... Jeff, hasn't it? Yeah. And you kind of, you see that. Yeah. And you take that with the character when you're kind of mm-hmm. reading, uh, when you're reading. I, I'm, d- I'm doing an all right job of, like, distancing myself from, like, the mm-hmm. film and, like, the image of the characters, because obviously difference, like... You're not going to find, when casting a movie, someone who's exactly the same as this person. So yeah. I've been doing all right with that. But yeah, it's fascinating. It's like I mm. wanted to get into reading. Well, back into reading, because I used to read a lot, but I haven't in ages. It's been like a decade since I like read like a lot, and it's like, I want to get back into that. So yeah. Yeah, Jurassic Park. that's good. That's good. That's good, yeah. Less time for games. More yes. time for books. Yes. Now... When we, when we launch our second podcast, the Tanked Up Reading Club. Yes. I'll be behind about six books. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all start with fried, fried green tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe. Then you have to go and watch the film. Yes. Then you have to read the novel. No, wait. Which order are we bring yeah. it in? I don't I know. can't remember. <laughs> Scrap that idea. Should, yeah, should drink Let's just talk about drink Isn't that why people join book clubs? Just drink wine. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, one last thing I wanted to ask about Two Point Hospital. What were yeah. the reviews like? I've no idea. Yeah, you know, I did. Okay, that's all right. I, 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 <laughs> I knew. Uh, I knew that I wanted to play it. I knew that I wanted mm-hmm. to pick it up. Uh, I found on the day of release a code on a website which gave it to me very cheaply. So I just jumped straight on it. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't worry about looking at... Kind fair of price as well, yeah, what you got it for. It was, mm. it was very fair. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think actually it was... It's what I wanted to pay for it. Having yeah. now played it, uh, it's what I wanted to pay for yeah. it. I don't think I'd have wanted to pay the, um, the full price. But mm. as you say, uh, or as you kind of uh, put to me, I think for people who are kind of chasing that, that maybe haven't played Theme Hospital, uh, that that want that kind of game, full price is a fair price to, to pay for it, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I think just personally for me, it wasn't quite That's there. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely fair. 
It's like waiting for a game to come out on sale, isn't it? And but yeah, it's not enough Steam sales now and then. No, I don't know. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Steam sales, um, I I don't want to talk about this game this week because I okay. want to give you the chance to play it. Um, far loan sales. I believe oh, you picked it up in the I sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well, because that's when I picked it up earlier. This I think it was in the Steam summer sale. I picked it up. I think it only came out. This year as well. It did. Uh, yeah. This year, yeah. I, I think I really, picked it up because really it came out this year. Yeah. Mm. I had no idea this game even existed, and then I watched like a giant bomb quick look, and I was like, "This looks really cool." I, I want to give you the chance to play about it. Play it. Whether you, I mean, Spider Man's coming out soon, so obviously, not 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 expecting miracles for you to play it by the next podcast. But I'd like to. Uh, I'll let. Uh, it's not really much to spoil about it, but I think you'd get more enjoyment out of it just going in not knowing anything, even uh-huh. though there's not many story beats. I think um, I don't want to spoil too much, um, it, it, just in terms of mechanically. So okay. um, I'll let you play that and we can speak about it later. But I finished that uh, last night. I was up mm-hmm. to like 1am playing it. Nice. And I was like, I really like this game. There's just something special about it. Um, yeah, and re- it's one of those games that I rarely come across nowadays. Where it's, I just want to keep playing. I just want to keep playing mm. to the end. Um, I started it not last night, the night before, and it's like at work. I was just, like, I just want to go home and play Far Loan Sales. It's really <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's, like, it's one of those. But uh, I'll let you yeah. like, give you the chance to uh, sample it for yourself. But um. Mm. Do you want to... Well, to be fair, Spider-Man only takes like 15 hours, so you, people will bang it out. Yeah. We'll bang it <laughs> yeah. out and we had to play loads of games next yeah. week. Be fine. Not enough puddles to splash about in for an extra 30, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shall we go on a massive U-turn? Oh, yes. About a game that I've been playing. I've been yes. reading books and I've played a very sophisticated game. Okay. Okay, hold your fingers up. How many, how many things? How many things can we count that Lucy doesn't like? Roguelite. That's one. Yeah, that's one. Procedurally generated. Hey, should we? Be, hang on, should we do it this way? Well, two. yeah, yeah. Procedurally generated. <laughs> that makes more sense. Procedurally <laughs> generated. No. Two. And the last one. RTS. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You've been playing an, uh, a roguelike <laughs> RTS with procedurally generated elements. Yes. No, you haven't. <laughs> so weird, isn't it? <laughs> this is the Mission Impossible time when I pull off the mask and it's like it's not really... <laughs> and it's Adam instead. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Bad North. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. Um, it's not my game at all, but I'm really enjoying it. It's, yeah? It first caught my eye because just how striking the art style was. Mm. It's a very muted, um, like, uh, greyish and greenish and, like, bluish, like, tinge to it. Yeah. Very, very, very striking. Um, but I first noticed it because it was probably on like a nintendo direct a few months ago maybe last year mm. and um learnt more about it. it's like oh it's a strategy game oh it's procedurally generated oh it's a roguelike 
I don't like any of those things. <laughs> but just in terms of the art style, just draws you in and just on a on a presentation level, um, this this game, you know, caught me and it's it still got me. But um yeah. uh quick quick elevator pitch. It's basically a RTS that is set on Set in like Scandinavian islands, you're protecting islands with troops. Um, I think you can have up to four, like different troops on um, each island protecting it. So you get like your archers, you get your pikemen, you get like your normal infantry with swords and shields, um, and you're basically uh, stopping an onslaught from like Viking ships coming mm. in. Um, I'm still early in the game. Um, it's basically kind of run based i mean if you die and lose all your troops um then you have to start all the way back from the beginning um none of your progress carries over none of your yeah you know extra perks or extra you know um skills or items will carry over it's literally going right back to zero um so i've only i've only just started the second run i think the first one i got about i think it was 90 percent in um and i i'd done about Probably about seven or eight islands before everything just went to hell. Mm. Um, Do you say, hang on, so, did you say 19? Yeah, 19. Yeah. yeah. So about a fifth of the way through. So I imagine you could probably go through like, I don't know, 30 islands and probably mm. see the, you know, end credits, whatever happens when you finish the game. But um, it, in terms of it rolling everything back and not carrying over any progress, for me, it's not. It's not a, it's not too bad. I can see why people might get frustrated at that, but mm -hmm. for me, this is just a very serene and relaxing experience. Well, relaxing until it's like, oh crap, all my soldiers are gonna die. But <laughs> prior to that feeling, it's very relaxing because, as I said, the art style is very muted. Um, it's very easy on the eye. The, it, it's got like minimal sound design. It's like when like. The boats hit the uh, island. You hear that, and like sometimes there's raining. You just hear the pitter patter on the island. It's very, and like these islands are just like covered with fog. It's very, I mean, just look at screenshots if you haven't heard it or seen yeah. of the game. But it's really good looking, and it's really there's a lot of like little attention to detail. It's like these isometric diorama kind of islands, and it's it, it's cutesy looking at the end of the day. So it's not like I don't know, Into the Breach, um, which is very, like, mechanical and very yes. industrial-looking kind of art style. But, um, yeah, it's... How many, it, how many runs have you had? I'm only on my second run. Um, okay. I can see why people would be a bit fed up, because it's very slow um, mm. to start with. It's very easy, easy. It's like, you know, just killing troops. Just, you know, just, just slaying them just <laughs> before they even get to the island with the archers. And I can see it's a very slow ramp up. Yeah. So I, I can imagine, like, once you've done that several times over, it might become a bit grating, a bit tiring. But um, mm. for me, it's just something that I can relax with. I'm not, I'm not a strategy game person, so it's not like I'm looking for the deepest elements of strategy. Mm -hmm. um, this one's quite forgiving because there's not too many different working parts, um, yeah. very few elements which might frustrate some people if they're looking for a you know, deeper, me more mechanically sounded game. But for yeah, me, it's just need, like... You don't need certain troops to be better at dusk. 
some you know some ridiculous <laughs> kind of mechanics that are just yeah. thrown in to make yeah. it slightly deeper. Hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and because it's not turn based, it's like you can just move troops, you know, mm. in real time, and it's like time will slow down, so things are still progressing, but it okay. slows down time to a very very like comfortable and forgiving time where it's like you mm. can put your troops where you need to. Um, even before like the, the the Viking ships, you know, get anywhere near your island. So yeah, very forgiven in that sense. But um, in terms of like upgrading your troops, there's not really much um, like progression. Like you can get like you know certain perks, and you can make them stronger. Like the archers, for example, you can make them you know upgrade them so they can shoot over a longer range, but they're more um vulnerable to attacks um mm. if i mean you want to keep your archers away from everything but it's like if they get hit it's like they one hit and they're yeah, down yeah. yeah but so i can see why you know i think this has got like um it got decent reviews but i mm. think a lot of the people who are probably reviewing it were like you know they've played strategy games and they're fans of the genre, whereas yeah, I'm not. Yeah. And it's like, this is very relaxing and just very simple, bogged down, baby's first RTS. And it's, <laughs> it's like, that's great for me. <laughs> because uh, hearing a deal talk about, like, Into the Breach, and since it's recently come out on Switch, I mean, it, it looks great. And, yeah. you know, what everyone, you know, everyone's eulogized the game. It's like, I'd really like to check it out. But it's like, I need baby's first like strategy game first you know yeah that's fair. that's fair. but you you do get these experiences i mean something Mm. like um i think it's kingdoms and castles which Mm. is kind of this um town management sim which has a very kind of um cutesy almost minecraft-esque uh blocky kind of aesthetic to it which is it is a little easier than playing something like Banished, uh, you know, those kind of you know, really harsh kind of like town builder sims or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, you you do need this range of games yeah. uh, for everybody to, to yeah. kind of like try and pull people in. And I think maybe strategy hasn't embraced that very much mm, in, the, yeah. in the past, that everything... Every game that you play in a strategy, you know, it has to be as deep as it can possibly be, mm-hmm. because people who have played strategy games want that next they level. Them, they yeah. want something yeah. a little bit deeper for the next sort of for the next go. So mm-hmm. you need something else. So to have something that kind of like pulls back a little bit, yeah, is is brilliant, really. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's on out on. I mean. Best places to play is obviously PC, like any strategy game. Um, but it works really, really well on Switch because touchscreen controls. And it's okay. just so fluid and so easy just to use, you know, the Ooh. touch uh, mechanics. And it's like, nice. I really enjoy playing it on Switch. It's like, use um, like the bumpers just to turn around the camera and zoom in yeah. and out and joystick but in terms of like moving your troops it's just like tap here tap there because it's all grid based um like most strategy games so you know you can swap um troops out and move them over here move them over there and it's it's really it's really well done on the touch screen um is that on ps4 and xbox 
probably wouldn't suggest playing it there because like strategy games on consoles, mm. uh, not the best. But um, do you yeah, know? Really uh, do you know if there is a Nintendo tax on the price? Uh, it's got to be. <laughs> you know, just like it's just taken point, now, isn't it? Got to be. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I picked it up for about thirteen pounds. Um, okay. it's probably about eleven on PlayStation and Xbox. Probably Five nine on, on Steam. Isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think like, I mean, obviously, if you're into strategy games, you probably like. I just want to play this on PC, mm. but um, Switch is a fantastic place for it to be. Um, they've obviously been pushing hard on like the Switch advertising. It was in a Nintendo Direct. Um, I think in the one of the latest indie ones, it was like, oh, it's out now. And I was like, that looks really cool, but it's an RTS. I don't want it. So I gave it about a week. <laughs> I think it was like a Polygon, like, um, not a review, but just like a think piece or something. Okay. They're saying, I person who wrote it i'm not sure who it was so unfortunately can't credit them but they were like i avoid strategy games like the plague this is this really got me and i was like that's me so i'll try it <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice good that's good yeah now pull off the mask <laughs> yes yeah now you do it oh lucy i've got i'm mm. obviously gonna have to play far alone sales but you've sold bad north to me as well yeah i think you'd i mean you're a nerd, so <laughs> you, you want that hardcore strategy. I don't sometimes, know. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I think this is really relaxing. It's got a really mm. nice art style. I, I think the this games where, for me, that the art style and the presentation can just, you know, carry everything else for me, you yeah. know? So, and this is one of those. Um, mm. yeah, yeah, at least put it on your Steam wish list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's on PlayStation as well, so don't know how it'd be. Mm, as you say, as you say, strategy, it, yeah. strategy. It's, it's, I'm, I'm much but those to play trophies, PCs, bro. But... The trophies and achievements. I did look at the achievements. I should get this on Xbox. Look at the achievements. I was like, shut up, Lucy. You don't care about achievements or exactly, anything else. Yeah. Now that the Switch is out, you don't care about anything. You don't <laughs> even care about cloud saves anymore. You don't care about basic <laughs> functionality on your console. Well, yeah, just random <laughs> cracking across screens and things like that. Yeah. You're not going to get that with your PC, are we? No, mm. you shouldn't do mm. it, really. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking uh, of PC, good PCs, um, a bit envious of you having a good PC to play Far Alone, because so, mine I had to bump down the resolution so it didn't chug. Okay, chug but, a little bit. But, yeah, well... I'm playing it on a surface, so it's like, uh, mm. you know, it's not going to be the most robust platform <laughs> to play on. But yeah, yeah big screen, that game deserves it. Nice, nice. I uh, hope it, it comes to console. It should be my next, uh, it should be my next endeavour. Yes. Uh, well, I say that, Battlefield 5 is having a beta this weekend. Uh, which is it open? which starts today it is open and it's starting mm. today uh so hello <laughs> you're gonna be on video if you come in here I'm not in. you're on audio as well definitely now okay <laughs> all right hi um <laughs> lucy says hi uh so yeah it started today which is the sixth yeah. um it's on obviously all weekend and 
Um, yeah. You that. are on video. You just put your head in. Uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of um, it's on now. I don't have Spider Man yet. I haven't pre-ordered it. It's not turning up tomorrow. Uh, so I'm it's shocking, isn't it? Anyway, so it's like this is our most one of our most anticipated games of the year, and neither of us are going to play it tomorrow. Oh. Kim says she's never known anyone so excited about Spider Man. It looks so cool. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the last three days have been just. What are you doing? Looking at Spider Man things. Looking at waiting, waiting for Spider Man reviews. Just I love Spider Man. Well, Spider Man yeah, reviews love... drop in like an hour's time. So I'm oh, really? You were, you were looking at? <laughs> I, I didn't even. I, I didn't even remember. <laughs> it's like, but it's That's like I, I think this could be like my favorite game of the year, and it's like just yeah. Having... But I'm gonna play it, and that's it. Like, like, we know we're gonna play it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't have the urgency, and I'm yeah. away this weekend. I don't have a need to to, mm. to play it. I will just get to it when I get to it. Maybe Monday, but <laughs> well, there, well, there is an urgency. Yes, there is a bit of an urgency, <laughs> but it's kind of it's sated with other things. Yes. My family. Yay. Hooray! Um, um, have you seen so Danny O'Dyer's tweet? Um, it no. says. Uh, <laughs> Me thanking the uh, postman for delivering Spider-Man tomorrow, and it's the uh, <laughs> the classic scene of Mary Jane kissing Spider-Man whilst he's upside down. Well, so <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Evelyn will love it. See, this is how I'm selling it to Kim. Yeah. Evelyn already Evelyn already knows who Spider-Man is. I got this. I got this Spider-Man glass, and every time I drink from it, she's like Spider-Man. It's like right, Good. brilliant. Whenever we get yes. up in the morning, I'll just play Spider-Man, and you can just watch me. Oh well, no, she can use her controller. Oh, she's uh, she's got a PlayStation controller as well. One. She, one. you know, an, an old PlayStation Three one. She thinks she's playing. Mm. She's only two. She doesn't know. So <laughs> make her watch the cartoon. Spider-Man. Mm, make her watch the cartoon. Mm, mm, I tried that. <laughs> I wasn't that interested. Oh, I think it was the. <laughs> It's like the music threw That's her off. That's great. She's like, nah, I'm, I'm, I want to watch like Waffle Dog or something like that instead. Oh, these kids nowadays. Oh, God. Fucking Waffle Dog, mate. Um, <laughs> yes. Let's all look forward to Spider-Man coming out and us playing it. And then, obviously, probably next week, talking to everybody about it. Hooray. Yeah. More than likely. Uh, yeah. Should we finish there for this week, Lucy? Yeah. Out of the two beers that you had... Which did you prefer? Oh, the first one. Can't pronounce it. Number 186 from Beer Bliotech. Yeah. Uh, the Gothenburg uh, Hoppy Melon Whip Beer. Um, I liked the uh, Choco Stout. Went down pretty quickly, but a mm. um, bit too sweet for my taste. Not enough coffee, not, not enough chocolate. Um, but the Whip Beer, even though... It's like, is it a Whip Beer? Is it IPA? Who knows? Um yeah, it's very easy drinking. Uh, my sweat finish, uh, really, really tropical yeah. and fruity and hoppy. Really good beer. Like just a good beer, relevant of whatever yeah. style they've suggested it is. Absolutely, that's nice. my pick for this week. Nice. Um, for me, this week it's a little bit hard because these two beers are quite different, and I think mm. I, I think I enjoyed each of them equally. Uh, for kind of what they were um the pale ale was very easy drinking it had um you know a nice level of flavor to it It wasn't too big in terms of that um i think i could have probably drank it all day yeah that's how easy it was uh whereas the the heart-shaped tears from mad hat are kind of 
was a was a lovely flavour. Mm. Um, I've definitely been able to have another one, but it's not a beer that I would have would have drunk all day. But it's very well made, and it does exactly what it's trying to do. Uh, and it's well balanced with the kind of with the the strawberry and the vanilla flavours that it's trying mm. to push through. Uh, I didn't save you any. Um, so it's it's very <laughs> difficult this this week, but uh, I think I'm I think I'd probably go with heart shaped tears. Because whilst okay. I think I'd I'd pick the um, some fifty summers, uh, like again straight after I've had yeah. this, the next time I go into the bottle shop, if these two beers are next to each other, I'll pick up the heart shaped tears, kind of okay. over this, I yeah. suppose, just for that one can experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think maybe it's that one that just kind yeah. of just edges it a little bit. Just then, good both beers, good stellar beers. beers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been a so, good day then. Yeah. It has been a very good day. Very good day for beers. Uh, mm-hmm. If you, listener slash watcher, uh, want to speak to us about beers or games, you can get us at hands up underscore cash. You can email us at cash at gmail.com. It feels really weird doing like the outro with you just hovering and sitting there like <laughs> doing my I fucking like bit. cameo. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. Just an elbow in the camera. Yeah. Um, just the cigarette appears and then disappears again. Uh, oh, can you no, you can't say don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can get me at Nova underscore 47 on Twitter uh, or on PSN. I'll be playing Battlefield when I can this weekend. I'm away, but I'm back, so I might play Sunday night. Might get a bit of time to play tonight. Mm. Who knows? But you won't hear this then. Uh, Lucy, if people yes. would like to speak to you, how do they do so? Uh, Tanked up Lucy on Twitter and Juicy Loose 9 on Tapped, Xbox, PlayStation and Steam winner obviously go to outoflives.net to look at articles that people have written listen to other podcasts and watch videos go to the out of lives facebook page as well to just like it and you'll know when people post stuff to outoflives.net slash see some little videos that are going up as well but for this week we've been tagged up ciao (gasps) it's like he's here <laughs> <laughs> the final reveal. Yeah. <laughs>